Hello, I'm Michael Hannigan, and this is my notebook. It's my way to continue covering sports and events in Athens and Henderson County, which is something I've been doing for almost three decades. I couldn't do this without the support of our sponsors, Tinsley Law & Title, Gilbert Electric, Holt Wrecker, Red Hill Construction, and R&R Lawn Specialists. I want to say thank you to them for making the notebook possible. Hello, Hornet fans. This is Michael, and I am in the uh, office of 3N1, uh, Athens football head coach Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. Appreciate you stopping by. Hey, it's a great time to be a Hornet right now. You guys are playing well, um, healthy, things are looking good. It's got to be a fun time to be here. It is. You know, we're really excited. We're extremely proud of our kids, the way that they've improved every week. You know, that's, again, we've talked to, to them about that all year is the key to good teams is they keep finding ways to get better. Uh, and we definitely have, if you turn our tape from week to week, man, week one to week two to week three to week four, we've been a better football team. And, you know, at this point, we do feel good. However, you know, we can't we can't be patting ourselves on the back and celebrating right now because really, you know, what what matters now is everybody in district is zero and zero, uh, and what what's happened up to this point really doesn't matter. Uh, I, I say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as far as standings go. Um, it matters as far as we have improved as a team. We feel like we're playing very good football, and our kids are confident. Um, so that, that all all those things are important. Uh, but everybody's zero and zero. We start district this week, and man, we're we're really excited about opening it up at home against a very talented Jacksonville team. But could, couldn't be more proud of how our kids played Friday and how our coaches coached. And you know, we're it's night and day. We were talking before, you know, kind of where we're at now compared to a year ago, where we're at going into district from a lot of you know from a lot of different perspectives. From an injury standpoint, last year we were really banged up. Right now we're pretty healthy uh you know from a confidence standpoint we're coming off two wins two wins against good football teams last year we we're coming off two losses so all, all those things matter all those things are important going into the district and you're a um you're a really well balanced team right now sometimes a team will come into district or a team will be on a winning streak um, and they'll be being carried by their offense or they're carried by their defense. But you are playing well across the board, offense, defense, and special teams right now. Yeah, you know, against Coffin, we really did. Our, our defense, can't say enough about how well our defense played. I thought that was the best, maybe the best our defense has played uh, since I have been here, to be quite honest with you. Um, and they, they, we shut down the run. Got to give credit to those defensive linemen. You know, our, our defense, our defense is geared around allowing our linebackers to make space or make tackles in space. Uh, however, if the defensive linemen don't do their jobs and keep keep the offensive line off of our second level players, then none of that happens. Uh, and so the defensive linemen aren't going to get credit in the stat sheet. They're not going to get credit in the newspapers, but man, they, they played a great game. Our noses, uh, big Kendrick Marshall, uh, Pookie Davis and, uh, Devin Swindle all played really well at nose. And then our ends and Frank Corona and Nico Castaneda and Livingston and, oh, uh, Jose Pimentel, uh, who was our defense lineman of the week. 
man, all, all those guys played extremely well and gave, gave our linebackers a chance to make a lot of tackles. Uh, and our, our linebackers, our linebackers are really good players. Uh, we have really five, all five of them that played meaningful snaps, played really well. You know, Gage Friedrich was our defensive player of the week. I think he had 12 tackles. He was all over the field. Uh, freshman Jabori Taylor was his best game that he's played. He was really active, caused uh, two or three quarterback pressures. Uh, Jace Warren played a great game. Then both our inside guys, Jackson and Mason, um, have, have gotten better every week. It wasn't their best game statistically because those outside backers were so active. Uh, but, man, we, we really feel like we played a great defensive football game. Yeah, and the other thing that I that I've seen um, over the the beginning of this year is um, that your team uh, tends to be disciplined. Now you've had some pre-snap yeah. flags and some stuff like that, but I haven't seen the we haven't seen the unsportsmanlike flags. No. We haven't seen that, and the other pieces. They always seem to be in the right place right now. And the guy yeah. I'm thinking about, number 22, oh, yeah. um, recovered two onside kicks, yeah. um, being right where you're supposed to be, playing in exactly right. And it's really easy to like lose focus when you're up that big or whatever. Right. Your guys didn't seem to do that. No, they didn't. And again, that, I think that comes back. We talk about penalties. You know, a lot of penalties come from a lack of discipline. Uh, and so we've really, you know, I think the biggest standpoint there is how we've practiced. Because uh, we have practiced better than we ever have from a focus standpoint, from an intensity standpoint. And so, you know, if we, we tell them all the time, things don't happen by accident on Friday. Uh, they happen because of how you've prepared up to that point, uh, how you practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, how you mentally prepare from Wednesday at six o'clock until Friday at seven thirty. Uh, like all those things matter. Our kids have, have bought into that, done a great job. You know, you mentioned Jamari and Williams covering the onside kicks. Um, you mentioned the lack of personal fouls, and, and Friday, I'll be quite honest with you, there were opportunities for our kids. Kaufman got frustrated, and Kaufman committed, I believe, one, two, three, three personal fouls uh, after, you know, unsportsmanlike conducts after the play. And our kids threw their hands up and got away. Uh, and so that was really good to see because that's hard to do. Uh, and, and like you just mentioned in the past, we always haven't done a real good job of that, of when somebody's, somebody's hit us after the play, we think we have to hit them back. Uh, but, again, that, that's discipline. That's focus, and that's also caring about your teammates enough to put what you know to not get caught up in the moment of reacting and understand if I do this, it's going to hurt the team. Uh, and so, man, you're you're right. Our kids have done a great job of that. Now, as you said earlier, all of that is just preparation. All four games coming in. This is. This has just been preparation. Yeah, you're three and one through non-district. Yes, you're playing well, but as of now, everybody right. is zero to zero. Nobody has anything on their record. Friday, Jacksonville coming to town to start district. Uh, Jacksonville looks a little down right now. They're coming in zero and four, uh, and they haven't scored twenty points yet this year. Tell us a little bit about Jacksonville. Yeah, you know, I think. Number one is that record's a little bit misleading. Uh, they've played a really tough schedule. 
Uh, you know, they played Pine Tree, who's a really good football team, last week. They lost to Crandall, who's a really good football team, uh, White House, and Sulphur Springs. Uh, so they, they've lost a four, three of those are 5A, one of them's a really big 4A, uh, and, and good football teams. And so, and a few of those, those the first two games were pretty close. Um, so you can't, I don't, it, and we did a great job, or we're trying to do a great job to make sure our kids understand, like, hey, you can't look at old four. Like we've already said, that does not matter. Uh, what matters is right now everybody's zero and zero. Uh, and so they present, you know, they're very talented. Uh, they have a wide receiver, plays also corner number three. Uh, his name's Jermaine Taylor, who I think is one of the best athletes in East Texas. Uh, so he presents a great challenge on both sides of the ball. You know, their quarterback can really throw it. Uh, he's a McCowan. Uh, so he, he, it's Randy McCowan's son that played at A&M. Uh, wait, wait a minute. There's a Jacksonville quarterback named McCowan? There's been a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, so they, they present a really good challenge, a really big challenge for us, and they're going to have them ready to play. Uh, you know, yeah, they're 0-4, but they're, they're telling their kids all week, uh, which is true. Right now, everybody's zero and zero. Nothing that's happened up to this point matters, uh, and so they're they're going to be fired up to start district and fired up. You know, they beat us last year over there, and so they're they're going to be preaching their kids that hey, it's going to be real similar last year. Um, so we have to be ready from the very beginning, and we have to identify, you know, where number three is. That, that's one of our game plan. That's one of our keys to victory, uh, and also defensively. You know, they run a similar defense to us in a 3-4. Uh, they have two really big linebackers, number 10 and number 30, uh, who are really good high school football players, uh, and they're athletic in the secondary. So, I, you know, if we if we don't play our best game, uh, we're not going to have a chance to win. So we got to play our best game, and if we do, uh, we think it's going to be a really good football game. Yeah, I kid a little bit there about uh, McCallum playing quarterback or whatever. But we remember last year he dropped some long bombs right in a bucket. Yeah, it's actually his brother. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, so the one I, I get confused with all the McCowan's there's, coach. There's a lot of there. There was that one. Their their cousin played at Rusk last year. Uh, okay, they have a cousin at Brookhill. Uh, so they're they're all over the place. But yeah, his his brother was a senior last year and graduated. This is the younger brother. Okay. Here. So yes, sir. All right. Um, one of the strengths of your team uh, this year, I mean, you, David Richardson has done a really nice job at quarterback. He is a sophomore. He is growing every week, but he still is. Like, this is going to be his first ever district game at the varsity level. You've been leaning on your rushing attack. Yeah. You've been leaning on Jamari, uh, Jamari Manning uh, running the ball. And... Um, Last week we talked about 11 personnel with you bringing in that uh, H-back who acts like a tight end. Yes, sir. This past week you ran a little 12 personnel, put it, bringing in two, two guys, right. two H-backs, throwing a little power at them. Talk a little bit about the evolution of your rushing attack and, and how that's going to play against Jacksonville. Right. 
Well, coming into this year, as you've already mentioned, we, you know, we felt like we did have a sophomore quarterback and never played. We have, we have, we're really young at the receiving core, especially on the outside. You know, our, our two slots have some experience, but our outside receivers have never played a varsity game. And so we felt like, man, we and we have a, we feel an elite level running back. Uh, so our kind of game plan early has been we got to run the football first uh, and rely on Jamari and Jorian in the run game too to kind of carry us. Uh, and, you know, so we start the year off being fairly simple. Uh, you know, the first two games we were probably 80% 10 personnel, uh, maybe even higher, uh, meaning just one running back and four receivers. Uh, and then as, as we get – you know, as as you progress and people see you on film, well, they can figure out how to stop ten personnel run game. Um, so you got to add, you got to put another guy in there uh, and add some more wrinkles to be able to run the ball. Uh, and like you said, this year or last week, we do another uh, formation to help run the ball. With when we actually brought in two defensive kids, we brought in Jackson and Mason Shelton, our two inside backers. Uh, in that set, uh, because we, you know, and that's that's kind of as we go throughout the year. You know, I've been doing this a long time, uh, getting old, uh, but 19 years, uh, and I've been calling this offense for 12 of those 19. And so, you know, you kind of it's kind of like you got this shelf over here, uh, and you have all these tools, and you got to kind of know the right time uh, to use to pull those tools off the shelf and use them. Um, and so, and I kind of have it in my head as we go, Hey, now's a great time to, to throw this in there. And so that, I don't know if that analogy made sense. No, it may, it makes perfect sense. Cause I think sometimes fans, right. they, they watch and they go, okay, this is the offense week one. Right. And they, and sometimes I don't, I'm not sure they see these additions that are coming in, right. like the addition of the H-back. Right. Now we've got two of them. Now we're going more power. Right. Now we're running more of a zone. Now we're going outside. Now we're coming inside. Right. Uh, and I find that fascinating. Yeah. And so, you know, again, and, and every week as we get, you know, the other thing about this deal is as David gets more comfortable, um, you know, we feel like, hey, we, we've established the run. Well, it's going to even open up the pass a little bit more. Uh, and as he gets more comfortable, we, and our, as our receivers get more comfortable, we can, we can throw a little bit more in. Um, you know, the last two weeks, the first two weeks, we weren't efficient in the passing game. We were under 50%. The last two weeks, I think we've been, two weeks ago, we were like 67 I think this week we were over 70. Uh, I think we were 13 of 18, maybe. Uh, but we, we've got better every week. And so hopefully as the year goes on, we can keep getting more efficient in the passing game. Because uh, if we do, then, then that will loosen back up the box uh, for Jamari. But we've done a great job running the football. Well, uh, and, and our offensive line has done a great job. And that's where the thing where you start building things and you're putting things together whenever you're running the ball like that. Right. Everybody starts creeping toward the line of scrimmage. Oh, yeah. 
and I know the coach over there in Jacksonville has to be telling, like, yes, I know that you have to watch number three and everything, right. but you better be watching number six, Emmanuel Moore, on a slant. Yeah. Because he's got three touchdowns on a slant this year. Yeah, he's played really well these last few weeks. And he's, again, he's a sophomore that, you know, came in very green. He's very talented, but just hadn't played, hadn't played varsity football. He'd only played freshman football. And so he, man, really impressed with how he's been able to progress over these last few weeks and we think he's his ceiling's really high but like you said uh the biggest thing in the run game and you you know you can't not give those guys credit as the offense line oh they've been playing they, so well this and, year and again we, we came in with four guys that have never played a varsity varsity game and so gotta give credit to coach hair snape and those guys in the run game you know, we're, we're excited about seeing how, how they continue to improve. Yeah, they, they've played really, really well. And before we get into the uh, keys, the word of the week and the keys, I got to ask, just got to ask. Yeah, ask. Hook and lateral for a yeah. touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty – it was it was unbelievably executed. I, I mean, I haven't seen that play executed that well no, ever, I don't think. Drayvon Russell – who was the, the Z receiver on the play, you know, he got hit by three guys about on the catch and just set it perfectly in the air. And then Jordan did a great job of timing timing his drag route to where he was right there on time. And, you know, the other part, people don't – people, we never got to it. But there's another pitch on that play, too, if we have to have it. Jamari Manning was in the flat, and then that, they got an option up the sideline. Uh, I missed that. that. I didn't see Jamari. That was the third option, but if we didn't have to get to it, so right. which was good. But yeah, we practiced it. So we practiced that play. We call it Hornet Special. We practice it every Thursday. Uh, that's the only time we practice it. Uh, you know, there's certain plays on Thursday, kind of our special plays that, hey, end of a half, we got to have a play. You know, we also practice Geronimo, which is Hail Mary. Uh, so th- those kind of special situations and. Man, the kids, we, we caught it. We, there were 16 seconds left, and we were on the 30-yard line. They were kind of backed up, and I was I was kind of stretching. I'm like, crap, I don't really know what to go to here. And I'm like, well, great time for Hornet Special. Uh, and the kids, man, executed it perfectly. So, and that was a huge play. You know, they had just scored and got had a little bit of momentum, and then I, I felt like after that play, it just kind of – Oh, yeah, that just – Flattened them. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it was – Awesome to see that execute. Yeah, it was that was fun. I got to admit that was a it that was, was fun. a fun play. Yeah. You sent me to the stat book. I had to figure out how to we, stat that. We did too. When I got back, over oh, we I was talking to my our guy that does stats, and I'm like, so hey, how do we stat that? He's like, I don't know, coach. Like, so we get on, we got on, we had to Google it. Yeah. So what Google said was, the first the guy that catches it gets the reception. And the yards from the catch. And right. then the other guy gets receiving yards from where he got it. And then he gets a receiving TD. But no reception. But no reception. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, anyway. there, it, would, it would have been technically possible to have somebody with zero catches or 13 yards and a touchdown. That's right. That that's right. Yeah. So luckily, Jorian had a few more catches, so it didn't look that bad. That's right. That's uh, right. But but yeah, you sent me you sent me to the book for that one, Coach. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's look at. Uh, we're coming into Friday. Tell us about the word of the week yeah. and the keys to the game. 
So word of the week is uh, W-I-T. Uh, that stands for whatever it takes. Because uh, at this point, you know, again, we really feel like this is one of the biggest games uh, that we've had here in a long time. Uh, and we, we got to do whatever it takes to be successful this week. Uh, it starts with the coaches. You know, when, when we when we come with this, when we do this kind of our process on Sunday, you know, we work, our coaching staff works on Sunday and we have a staff meeting. And that's kind of when, I, you know, we first talk about the word of the week with our staff. Uh, so the word of the week doesn't just have to do with the kids. It starts with our coaching staff. And so for our coaching staff, we got to do whatever it takes to put our kids in the best possible scenario this week. That means working more hours. That means practicing longer, whatever it takes. Uh, and then our kids, you know, we talk to them about – at this point in the year, it's easy, it's human nature to get kind of, you know, in a in a daze and we'll just go through the motions, we're week five, but man, our intensity has to pick up uh, in practice and we have to practice with a different purpose because the games matter now. Um, so that's our word of the week. Our keys to victory is to start fast. Uh, we really think it's important this week that if, if we come out from the opening kickoff, lights out, ready to play, uh, just like we were last week. Because we, you know, and I talked to him about that doesn't happen by accident. You know, you, you t- talk about starting fast. Well, you start fast because you're focused and prepared. You don't start fast just because you got lucky. Uh, you play well at the beginning because you're focused uh, and you're ready to go. So that's very important. Number two, we've got to take care of the football. You know. We did a good job of that Friday. We didn't have any turnovers. We got lucky on the opening kickoff, put it on the ground. But, you know, in last year's game, we felt like against them, we were up in the first half, and we had two second-quarter fumbles that got them back in the game, we felt like. Uh, and so we, we don't, we cannot give them any unnecessary momentum. Uh, number three is don't let number three beat us. We got to know where he's at. We got to limit him. Number four, win the special teams battle. Um, we think that's important. Again, going back to last year's game against them, we we're up by two scores, and we and they had a kick return uh, for a touchdown that just got them right back in the game. Uh, and so, you know, we a lot of times we're making these keys. We kind of look back to what happened last year. But if we win the special teams battle, we feel like we have a good chance to win. And then at number five, you know, our, our kids have kind of bought into this, you know. Dave Campbell's picked us dead last in district. Uh, probably every, you know, most publications I've seen picked us last. Um, we, we played last week on Kaufman's homecoming. Um, Jacksonville last year scheduled us for homecoming. So our kids have kind of taken this us against everyone attitude uh, and played with the chip on their shoulder. Uh, and I, I, think, I think if you do that the right way, that's healthy. Uh, and I think, you know, so number five, I challenged them, continue to play with that chip. Uh, and hey, the only people that matter are the people in this room. Uh, and if we believe in each other and if we play for each other, then we, we can accomplish anything. Uh, it doesn't matter who picked us. It doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. This room matters. So continue to play with that edge was kind of the number five key to victory. All right, well, there you go, Hornet fans. This Friday, it all starts. District play Jacksonville coming into Bruce Field. Listen, 
That place should be rocking yeah, on Friday night. Yes, sir. This is district play. Your Hornets are on a three-game winning streak, if you haven't noticed. They are playing their hearts out and playing great ball. Be there. Cheer them on as Jacksonville comes to town. Coach, right. can't wait to see you Friday night. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you.